guys. Scott Johnson here with Video Games Daily and a quick update on that whole Campo Santo copyright strike against PewDiePie. Looks like it might lead to bigger issues and it's kind of a big deal. YouTube has accepted the copyright takedown request submitted by Campo Santo against PewDiePie uh, for his two-hour stream of its game Firewatch. In a new video, uh, PewDiePie addressed the copyright takedown request confirming that he uh, the strike had gone through. Co-founder of Campo Santo, the uh, developer of the game, first tweeted they were going to do this a while ago. We talked about it right here on the show. Uh, it was all down to the YouTuber using a very racist slur term. And uh, anyway, he's he's pretty sure that this could lead to... It's a slippery slope is what he's basically saying. Uh, after he saw the tweets, he privatized the video out of respect for the developer. That's what he says anyway. Despite that... Uh, YouTube accepted the strike away, and uh, he points out in a video that Campo Santos' DMCA takedown strike could become a much more problematic thing in the future. Quote, it's a pretty big deal. If I get more than three of them, my channel will shut down. Uh, also, I don't know. It opens up brand new questions about Let's Play videos. Who owns them? Who has the rights to them? And who should get to do them? And can three video game companies create strikes against you i don't know it's 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 a it's a question we're probably we probably needed to answer anyway it's unfortunate that this is the thing that's bringing that to the forefront what a weird time we live in man weird time Minecraft is out today for the new Nintendo 3DS. Uh, box copies arriving at retail soon and should run on the 2DS as well when it hits because it'll be using the same chip. This matters because you can't do this on the old 3DS stuff. It needs to be the newer uh, 3DS. The chip is more capable and uh, can run something like Minecraft. Anyway, you can uh, download it immediately via the store or you can get a retail version that'll show up a little bit later. Uh, in May, they released a long, or uh, excuse me, a version of Minecraft for the Nintendo Switch, so that's already a thing. And now that thing's on that device. Uh, a reminder, Microsoft now owns uh, Minecraft, and so every time Microsoft puts a copy of Minecraft on any device, console, tablet, phone, whatever, uh, that's good money for Microsoft, and doesn't necessarily have to be on their platforms to succeed. So anyway... The long-awaited version for the 3DS is out. And if you're into Minecraft, I don't know, it seems like two screens might be nice. Let's talk about the 10 best-selling video games in the U.S. during August of 2017. Madden 18 won the month by a, a long shot. That's pretty typical every year. Madden is a game that sells a lot of copies. It does so on an annual basis. I don't know if they're selling more than they have in the past or if that's uh, flat or what that is, but uh, that is what we know. According to the MPD Group, today they released their report for August 2017. That covers both hardware and software. The Nintendo Switch outsold the PS4 and Xbox One during the month in terms of sales, or in terms of game sales, rather. EA Sports game at Madden NFL 18 was the top-selling game of the month. No big surprises there. Uh, what is surprising, though, is that Rockstar's Grand Theft Auto V continues to be a giant, coming in at number two, almost four years after its release. That is a weird thing, that game. 
Isn't that weird? It is weird to me that it keeps it's that it's in that position for this long. It's nuts to me. Anyway, uh, rounding that out in the uh, for the top games, you have Uncharted, Lost Legacy, Splatoon 2, and Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Uh, for GTA 5, the group mentioned that the game has been in the top 10 charts for 41 of the 49 months it's been available, and that's 16 times more than any other game they've ever tracked. Uh, they also said that the GTA, GTA 5 is the all-time best-selling game by both revenue and units tracked across PC, console, and portable with digital and package combined. That's just insane. Uh, all, another notable takeaway was that uh, the Lost Legacy, that Uncharted game, sales only count sales of the standalone game, excluded or sales of the game uh, from the Uncharted 4 Digital Deluxe Edition and through the Explorers Pack, which were separate. So that's pretty good. Uh, racing game sales grew 80% in 2017 year over year, fueled mostly by Mario Kart 8 and uh, Forza Horizon 3 for the Xbox One. So those two are kind of... Uh, there. Uh, shooter sales are down a little bit. Shooter category sales uh, in its third highest year ever, but uh, behind those numbers of last year. Anyway, all in all, game sales in the U.S. for console and PC totaled $282 million for that month alone. Now, overall, that's 3% compared to the same month last year. 3% lower, I should say. So, anyway. It fluctuates. Expect a little bit here and there. This holiday is going to be big, so watch for that. Cliff Blazinski says this about Lawbreakers. He's, of course, the director of that title. Been around for a long time. Responsible for a lot of the shooters we know and love. He says, quote, I have to keep this game alive. This has been very humbling for me, he says. Uh, He knows the player figures for Lawbreakers right now are low, but he isn't losing faith. Games can be slow burners. Just look at Warframe as an example. Uh, That thing had, I don't know, there was a real downturn for that game for a long time, and then people really sucked it up right now. Uh, Warframe is kind of huge. Anyway, he says he's humbled by the low player figures. He talked about the mistakes he made in the direction of the game, and he said launching near Destiny season probably didn't help. Uh, And he said he wants to be, quote, less of a dick, unquote, with his interactions with people online. Uh, Released in August for PC and PlayStation 4, Lawbreakers is a team-based shooter that you might say resembles something like maybe Overwatch in some ways, but also maybe Unreal in other ways, I would say, after playing it. Um, Lawbreakers has a more edgy R-rated tone and uh, Overwatch has a more colorful, lighthearted thing. Also, that's just a... Oh, man. Comp- talk about going going up against Overwatch as your team-based ability shooter. That is hardcore, man. That is hard to do right now in a post-Overwatch release world. Anyway, uh, they want to make it happen, so they're going to keep at it. Keep adding things, keep tweaking it, keep improving it. Um, they said that one of the big issues with low player figures is long matchmaking. So that's kind of a bummer. People in Australia, for example, are unable to find a match at all for the PlayStation 4 in the last two weeks. Multiple attempts, that sort of thing. Uh, also, I don't think this thing was marketed very well. You hardly heard about it in any other circles besides, you know, we all sort of knew there was a PC game coming from him. He says this, uh, Blazinski, that is, fundamentally, at the end of the day, players just want to get in and shoot some stuff. Sometimes he says why he wanted to add TDM to Lawbreakers. He says for those who've been kind enough to drop thirty on this, we've got your back and we're sticking with it. I may have to check it out again. 
Hope it works out for him. There's always room for more. Wonder how Quake Champions is doing. Anybody got numbers on that? Very curious about that. <laughs>